0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another odd and macabre episode of Vamp Jen's Corner, an extension of my official blog site of the same name, which you can visit at jenvosquez.com. I'm your host, Vamp Jennifer, or Jen, whatever suits your fancy. It's kind of been a minute since my last episode, which was for Halloween. That was the last holiday we all spent together. Well, it's good to be back, and I am super excited for the show I have planned. So, last summer, I created a blog post to mark the 100-day countdown to Halloween, which occurs on July 23rd. Since the Vamp Gents Corner podcast was on a hiatus during that time, I didn't get a chance to share it with all you listeners, so I thought I'd do that for this episode. Now we're still a couple months away from July, but instead of commemorating 100 days to Halloween, we're celebrating the halfway mark to October 31st, aka Halfoween. And who can guess when that is? I'll give you a second. Alright, time's up. It takes place on April 30th, a date also known as Valpurgis Night. If you're not familiar with Valpurgus Night, not to worry because I'm going to give a little background info about the holiday in a bit. The halfway mark to Halloween is a magical occasion. If you haven't started planning for the spooky season, now is the time and I'm here to help. Besides Vulpurgus Night, I'll be talking about places to shop for Halloween, my costume predictions, events, and a few other goodies. And a little announcement, I do plan to come out with another All Hallows' Eve guide for 2022 on my blog in July with forecasts and updates for this year, so stay tuned for that. As always, I'll include links in the show notes to where you can find the blog post version of this episode and any relevant links to the content discussed. Now, let the Halloween countdown festivities begin. First, let's talk about Valpurgis Night. The date has become notorious as a second Halloween, not just because it marks the halfway point, but because the occasion also has roots in ancient pagan practices like Samhain, which takes place on October 31st. Both holidays, Valpurgis Night and Samhain, embody a macabre essence and it's believed the veil between the living and dead is at its thinnest during these times and that we also need to protect ourselves from evil spirits. Although that sounds daunting, festivities actually involved a lot of merrymaking. So backtracking a bit, before it was called a Valpurgus Night, April 30th was connected to the Celtic Beltane Festival which recognized this time of year as one of renewal, leaving behind the dark cold months of winter and welcoming the warmer months ahead. Over in Germany, April 30th was known as Witches' Night, a time when witches' powers reached their peak and people needed to perform rituals to protect themselves. Beginning the eve of April 30th and continuing through May 1st, pagan festivals were held where people just partied and had a good time, and in alcohol and indulging in delicious food. It was a time to celebrate life, fertility, and romantic relationships. And from the sources I read, mating rituals were quite popular. Beltane was paid homage to in this ancient way up until about the 9th century, during which time it became Christianized, a fate experienced by many pagan holidays. The modern-day name of Alpurgus comes from Saint Valperga who lived from 710 AD to 779 AD. She was a british nun who traveled to germany with her brothers to carry out missionary work and convert the masses to christianity she had a reputation for being a wondrous healer and allegedly had the power to ward off the spells of witches devotees claimed her supernatural abilities continued to help them even after her passing a century after her death on may 1st her remains were transferred to a church in Eichstätt, a town in bavaria germany and she was canonized To overshadow its ties to paganism, Beltane became christened as Walpurgis Knight. Today however, those pagan roots have not been forgotten and many ancient traditions have been revived with celebrations happening in Northern Europe and Scandinavia. Here in the US, many of us enjoy paying our respects to the holiday and bask in its magical connotations. That is a very brief overview of how Valpurgis Night came to be, and I hope it provides you with some context on its significance. There are plenty of sources that discuss the occasion in depth if you want to learn more. Let's move on to the next segment of the episode, shall we? Where should you shop for Halloween? There are a few major retailers that begin displaying Halloween goods as early as July. Although I'm based in Los Angeles, I want to highlight stores that have locations across the US. Now, I'm not familiar with retailers in other parts of the globe, but if you're outside of the States and know of shops in your neck of the woods that put up Halloween goods during the summer, please let me know. If you go to the link for my podcast site anchor.fm slash there's a message button and you can let me know that way. No one's ever left me a message before, so I hope it works, but that way I can include more retailers that are in other countries in my 2022 Halloween Guide because I really want it to be a resource that people from all over the world can find helpful. Okay, for our first store, we have At Home. I hadn't heard of At Home until I saw YouTuber Jade the Libra mention it. And before I proceed further, if you all haven't heard of Jade the Libra, check her out on YouTube. She takes viewers with her all summer long as she goes Halloween decor hunting with Mr. Skeleton in the passenger seat. She's really fun to watch and I'm looking forward to when she starts her spooky shopping sprays again. Okay, back to At Home. I didn't know there's a location under an hour away from me, which I haven't been to yet. Maybe I'll try to make it this year. And there are locations sprinkled throughout the states. It seems similar to Bed Bath & Beyond. The Halloween section isn't set up on their site yet. I did a search for Halloween and nothing came up sadly, but they do offer lots of super spooky home decor when the time comes. Next, Bath & Body Works. I freaking love the ginormous Halloween candles these guys come out with for spooky season. They do lotions, hand soaps, and other stuff, but I die for those scented candles. The brand starts dropping hints in the summer, and some products we might be able to expect include Vampire Blood hand sanitizer, Perfect Pumpkin hand soap, and a Haunted Night 3 Wick candle. Currently, there's no mention of the collection on the company's website, so I'm just gonna keep my eyes peeled for when they start giving sneak peeks. I bought hand soaps and candles from the Halloween series and they smell sinfully delightful. Third up is Grandin Road. This is another retailer I wasn't aware of until last year. And good news their Halloween Haven section is live on their website. As Dr. Frankenstein would say, it's alive! (laughs) The Halloween Haven collection features more than 200 pieces such as apothecary jars, all Hallow's Eve book boxes, and Haunted Mansion inspired decor. I believe this is just an online store since there doesn't appear to be any physical locations. A little downside, to me at least, is that several products are really overpriced. However, there's a sales section and an under $50 category. That being said, It's still fun to browse through, and if you have the funds, then happy shopping. Or just do what I do and stare googly-eyed at the screen as you scroll through all the items. Moving on to Home Depot. Who remembers the cool Halloween displays Home Depot's had up last year? For those who revel in going all out decorating with animatronics and top-notch lighting effects, this is a great place to shop. While you may not find anything in stores yet, I searched Halloween on the site and voila, I was brought to the Halloween section. Browse fog machines, ghastly inflatables, terrifying giant clowns, 8 foot dark angels, and a ton more. Retailer Home Goods has a nice selection of Halloween items in stock when I visited during past seasons and sometimes good bargains can be found. I have to admit, I was a little underwhelmed at their Halloween offerings last year, but what they have available varies by location. Some stores have more than others, so my local store may not have had a sizable inventory. From what I recall, the serving ware was particularly enticing, and the retailer usually puts out morbid merchandise as autumn approaches. Next, Kirkland's. Truth be told, I've never set foot in a Kirkland's. My nearest location is about an hour away and I may have to plan a trip once Halloween goods are available in store. To satisfy the itch, now head to the Halloween section under the holiday tab on the website. Last year, a couple of my favorite items included an eight piece black glitter bat set and a sign that read, creep, drink, and be scary now for michaels i got a ton of my home decor from michaels a couple of years ago the husband and i moved into a new place in october 2020 so we went crazy in their home section for those who are darkly inclined and spooky all year round the best time to find and buy interior decorations that suit this lifestyle is when retailers are in halloween mode michaels always has an awesome variety and the quality is pretty good The pieces I found gave my abode a sophisticated, macabre look. Stores usually start offering new Halloween goods in August, but I visited their website and you can shop their Halloween section online by going to the Holidays tab and look at last year's products. What do we have following? Pottery Barn. Every time I see the ominous collection at Pottery Barn, my bloody heart skips a beat. While on the pricier end, the quality is great. Since I enjoy maintaining a macabre atmosphere in my home 24-7, I feel the items are an excellent investment because I would use them all the time, not just once a year. If you search Halloween, their Halloween shop comes right up. I will say there's not much there and a lot of the products aren't actually Halloween-y. Although I don't do much cooking or hosting parties, my particular favorites have been most of the dinnerware and entertaining pieces. And the nice thing is the husband loves to cook and entertain, so that's my excuse for wanting to buy certain pieces. Skeleton hand punch bowl, anyone? Now we've come to the mother of all Hallow's retailers, Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween is the only retailer on this list keeping it creepy every day. You'll have no trouble whatsoever finding things for this haunting holiday. They've got costumes, decor, and they're already showcasing new animatronics for 2022. There's Ghostface from Scream, Beetlejuice, A Soothsayer Witch, and a lot more. I think my fave though is the Baphomet animatronic. It just embodies pure evil. I love it. And the neat thing is they have little teaser trailer videos so you can see the animatronics in action. Last retailer is Williams Sonoma. This is another store that completely blows my mind with its Halloween dinnerware. Prices and styles are quite similar to Pottery Barn since the two are affiliated companies. Halloween search brings up items but the selection looks a little sad right now to be honest. There's some spooky stuff sprinkled on the page and at a discount. I am looking forward to seeing what new pieces will be introduced this year. The stores I've mentioned here are all major retailers, but I don't want to overlook small businesses that specialize in spooky. It's important to support small business owners so we can help them continue creating. I'm going to name a few in the US that I know, but trust me when I say there are vast numbers of vendors that sell macabre wares, from jewelry to home decor. Do a search on Etsy or hop on Instagram and look for small businesses that cater to the Halloween, horror, goth, and darkly inclined communities. And don't forget to check what's local to you. The three I chose to mention here hit on the major regions in the US. They are the Mystic Museum in Burbank, California. And I just went to a new immersive experience they have up dedicated to 90 slashers. I wrote a blog post about it with lots of pictures if you wanna have a read. Second, The Glass Coffin in Austin, Texas, which is a vampire-themed oddity shop and the main reason I want to visit Austin. Third and finally, Vamp Fangs in Salem, Massachusetts, which I'm sure you can tell by the name is another vampire-inspired shop. Now it's time for Halloween costume predictions. Costumes are certainly a hot topic when planning for All Halloween. In addition to classic choices such as witches, vampires, and monsters, characters from the current year's popular TV shows and movies take center stage as well. I'm going to talk about what my forecasts were for 2021, some of which may still resurrect this year. But I do plan to have all new predictions for 2022 for the upcoming Halloween guide once I do some research. Alright, here we go. Let's start off with American Horror Story characters. The American Horror Story spinoff, American Horror Stories, released on Hulu last year, and American Horror Story Double Feature Season 10 debuted sometime near fall of 2021. Given the hype around the series, I predicted people would be bringing characters from past seasons back to life for Halloween. Coven was probably one of the most popular seasons of the show. It featured badass powerful witches battling for domination and gives individuals a chance to take on the role of the next supreme. I love the season Hotel because it's centered on vampires. I'd die to dress up as the Countess played by Lady Gaga. And I would love to see someone be really daring and go as the mysterious latex suited rubber man. Second is The Addams Family. Morticia and Gomez Adams are popular costume choices for couples, and many spooky souls love being Wednesday for a night. The sequel to the 2019 animated film came out during October 2021, and because The Addams Family is such a classic, I dare say we may still see replicas of the notorious Kooky family frolicking this All Hallows Eve. Hmm, Cruella de Vil. Emma Stone made quite an impression as the Disney villain in last year's Cruella. I'll be honest, her wardrobe throughout the film was the major highlight for me. If it weren't for the gothic styles she was donning, the movie wouldn't have been as visually appealing. In this retelling, Cruella is involved in couture fashion and her looks are meant to kill. Personally, I'd wear those outfits any time of the year. I forecasted there would be plenty of individuals excited to dress to the nines and recreate her devilish flair last October. And that may be the case this year as well since Spirit Halloween does have a costume collection dedicated to the villainess. Okay. Who out there saw Netflix's Fear Street Trilogy when it came out last summer? A costume inspired by this show may seem tricky to execute, but if you've seen all three parts, you can definitely pull off a look. The creepy skeleton clad figure is one great option. Who else found him a bit reminiscent of the killer from the Scream movies? You can also channel 70s vibes or 90s grunge fashion, except with lots of blood splattered on your clothes, like the teenager in the the series running for their lives. Those who enjoy time period costumes may find plenty of ideas in Part 3, 1666. The series presents some fun dress-up ideas for those dying to get creative. I'm gonna still keep my eye out for shady ciders this haunt season. Last but certainly not least, Michael Myers. Michael Myers is a horror icon so it comes as no surprise that he's on this list. But I felt this costume choice was going to be extra popular last year because Halloween Kills hit theaters in October. Truth be told slasher fans love this character and there's no doubt many will continue to pay homage by putting on the chilling white mask this Halloween. Now let's talk about Halloween events. From haunts to macabre cocktail soirees, there will be plenty of festivities happening as we approach spooky season. While I can't list everything taking place around the globe, I'm going to highlight some major events in varying places. However, have a look at my Autumn Macabre Events 2022 calendar for a more detailed list of things to do. I do my best to continually update it and add new happenings as I discover them. Okay, so this first one you don't have to wait until fall for. I'm talking about Midsummer Scream. After two years, the Halloween and Horror Convention is returning to Long Beach, California for a three-day weekend happening from Friday, July 29th to Sunday, July 31st. I already bought tickets and am so amped. If you want to get into the Summerween spirit, this is the place to be. The event features tons of discussion panels, vendors, live entertainment, and exciting announcements from some of the most popular haunts in Southern California. It's a great way to get ready for the forthcoming spooky season. There was an offer for 40% off general admission with code SCREAM, but they just ended that promo. You can still try it and see what happens. Otherwise, ticket prices start at $32. Second, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. The theme park in Orlando has announced dates from September 2nd to October 31st. Hollywood California hasn't specified dates, but it usually takes place beginning in early September through October. They've been dropping teasers of what they've got in store, so the event is happening. I live near LA, so every year for my birthday I make it a point to attend Halloween Horror Nights. As far as the Singapore Universal Studios location, it appears the amusement park is no longer hosting the event, sadly. Their site advertises a Halloween Horror Nights exhibition that showcases highlights from the event from the past nine years third up is Endless Night, which presents the most beguiling Vampire Balls. And I've mentioned past soirees I've attended. The event happens worldwide at different times of the year. Here I'll mention the one taking place specifically during the fall. It's the Endless Night New Orleans Vampire Ball, which is a grand three-day celebration taking place from October 28th to October 30th. I've enjoyed myself at the Los Angeles gatherings, so I recommend attending if you live in or plan to travel to the Louisiana city. Father Sebastian, who created Endless Night, is also hosting a Transylvania tour this fall, and I plan to give more info about that in my Halloween guide. For those of you who've tuned into past episodes, you've heard me mention how a travel agency called Tours and Events has been hosting its Dracula tour in Romania for more than 20 years. They offer a frightful summer getaway from July 18th to the 25th, and an autumn excursion from October 27th to November 3rd. For those in the UK, there will be plenty to do in London this spooky season. According to visitlondon.com, you can opt to take a creepy ghost tour, experiencing some of the most iconic spots in the city. Warner Brothers Studio will deck out Harry Potter sets in full Halloween splendor. And that's just the tip of the iceberg or shall I say witch hat. For anyone curious to find out more, go to visit London for additional information. I want to conclude this episode by recommending other blogs and vlogs that keep the Halloween spirit alive year round. The creators behind these platforms deliver awesome spooky content that you'll appreciate reading and watching. I'm discovering new ones all the time, and here are a few. For vloggers on YouTube, I recommend Halloween Happy, Halloween Fiend PDX, Jade the Libra, and The Lair of Altair. For bloggers, check out Liana Vamp, Michelle Halloween, Mr. and Mrs. Halloween, Spooky Little Halloween, and The Spooky Vegan. These resources will give you more fun ideas and inspiration as you prepare for fall. And don't worry about remembering the names because I'll list them in the show notes. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Vamp Jen's Corner. I hope you enjoyed it and found this information helpful. I love to spread creepy cheer and do whatever I can to make the spooky season all the more entertaining and macabre for everyone. If you want to hear more Halloween related content then listen to my past episodes, best ways to keep the Halloween spirit alive year-round, and celebrating Halloween around the world. Again, you can visit my official website at jenboskus.com, where you'll find my latest content and what I've been up to. I've also set up a donations page on there where you can contribute any dollar amount if you'd like to support my work. Funds will go to things like web hosting, equipment, upgrades, and other costs related to producing my content. Any contribution is greatly appreciated. I do want to thank Johnny Coffin who donated recently. He just released The Vampire Diaries, which I reviewed earlier this year, and he was kind enough to show his support for Vamp Jen's Corner. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GenVOfficial and on TikTok at Vamp Gen. I wish you all a delightful Valpurgis night and Halloween, and until next time, stay out in Macabre.